Recording. Recording. So, Nick, here we are at the Paradise Cafe, hanging out, having lunch. How are you doing? Pretty good. You excited for Christmas? Yeah. I'm not hearing any Christmas music in here. That's lame. Yeah, it is kind of lame. Or are you, are you one of those people that thinks there's too much Christmas music? No. Yeah? No. You think there's not enough? Yes. Or is there just the right amount? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So in the car we'll play Christmas music. Screw these guys for not playing it. Um, We tried to eat healthy today. I had a big old salad. Because all four of us are doing P90X. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Carter. What are you doing over there? Drink all the rest of the water. Okay. Anyway, Kim's on the phone with my oldest, trying to figure out how she's getting down here for Christmas. And it's snowing today, which means uh, gray skies and snow and cold. And tiny little evil men. I don't even know what that means. I may, I may have made that part up. Uh, but yeah, I went light. I got a great big salad, and uh, I took a bite of Nick's meatball thing. And we're drinking water, no pop. Pop's the big killer, dude. Or soda, depending on what part of the country you're from. Carter's looking at me like I'm crazy. You might be. So what are we buying today? We're actually shopping for something. Do you know? Stocking stuffers. For each other. Yes. So we picked names. Is that how we did it? Yeah, out of a top hat. Out of a top hat? Out of a top hat. I was unaware that we owned a top hat. We own like three. We have three top hats? Yes, it's for our chorus line. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Can I tell you, we gotta use some leggings for it. <laughs> so how's Tay? What's going on? Talking about moving back next week for the Christmas break. Yeah. So are you gonna have to go down there? I don't know. Yet. I still get the queen bed. But if you did, is it Friday? She'll let me know. Yes. But you have that thing Friday. Friday night. So you'd have all that plus that thing Friday night? Yeah. What we don't do for our children. I know, the things we do, the sacrifices we make so that you, our children, can grow and thrive and survive in today's modern society. It's breathtaking. <laughs> what? Such a hippie. You called me a hippie? A How was that a hippie? I was a little hippie. How was it hippie-ish? Explain yourself. It was the super like. I don't even know. I don't even know. It was like totally hippie-ish. Oh uh, <laughs> we did go to a hippie store though. We went to the what's it called? Good Earth. Good Earth. Uh, where there's actually no Earth at all. They don't give you any Earth. They only give you nuts, crackers, and chips that taste like Earth. <laughs> Everything's gluten-free, freaking tree-hugging, approved. There's your hippie store. Yeah, that's a hippie store. What do we buy there? Oh, they have popped potato chips. I've never even heard of that. How do you do that? You don't air pop like popcorn. But what are the what are they made of? That you don't put a piece of potato in a popping machine. I'm not sure. If only there was a series of interconnected computers that somehow could serve us up this information. All right, well, anyway, we're just having lunch, hanging out, doing our thing. Are we going to a comic book store? Yeah, Nick's, Nick's stealing the Wi Fi of this place, we're aren't going you, buddy? To the comic book on his iPod. What? Going to the comic book store. Oh, we're going to comics, yeah. books, stores. 
Which one? The one in Lehigh? Yeah. I wish they weren't so expensive. Everything there is expensive. Everything everywhere is expensive. I know, but they like a lot of comic book stores will have like well, ninety nine cent deals. New. They and, have to do that. They have to be expensive, otherwise they wouldn't last very long. Yeah, but they won't last very long because they're not doing it. Yeah, can I, do. I have can I have your cookie? I am the overall being. You do know a lot of things, I'll give you that. She knows but, a little about a lot of things. Like puzzles <laughs> on video games. What? You can't solve. Like what? Like that weird... Oh, stealth bastard. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. People, people in here. I don't know how they are with the word bastard. Yeah, but Carter helps me. Yeah, when we were playing... Uh, what was the other game we played that you just... Oh, Thomas Was Alone. Oh, Thomas Was Alone. Ripped through You it. ripped through that game. I think puzzle games might be your... The way I am with RPGs and, and shooters, I think that's how you are with, yeah, and you like good stories. Oh, are we leaving now? Everyone's just up and leaving. All right, well, here we go. That's a great idea. All right, so we're in the car now. What, Carter? How, what, how would that be? Who's an idiot? You just called me an idiot? Oh, that guy. Oh, there's a guy being stupid, so. I'm like, what'd you say, Carter? Idiot. So we're walking out of this place, and I noticed that there's a little uh, coopy kind of looking car. I don't know what it would, what it was, some kind of Chevy. And there was a really old, crusty man on the outside of it, and he yells. He's outside with his hand on the back door, and he goes, "Greta, open the damn door!" <laughs> and this little old lady with pink hair is fumbling around for buttons in the car, going, "I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one it is, Bill." Hello. Oh, was that your phone? Oh. Those are Sorry, there's a phone call happening in the car now. We have to be, we have to be, uh, we have to be reverent from the, from the moisture. <laughs> All right, I'll check. I'll check back in later. Some really important phone call between my wife and my daughter. Apparently, there's money involved. Recipe is four, six to eight, and it's that's a lot of people. Now, I'm, now I'm talking. Now I'm not even talking. Hey everybody, uh, so we get emails on the Diary of a Cartoonist, and I say we, I mean me, and occasionally they ask questions that I think are pretty good, and I promised on previous episodes that I would spend more time uh, addressing some of those questions, and I thought I would start today with an email from Dale. I'll never use your last names unless you guys want me to. Try to keep it nice and uh, nice and anonymous, or as, an, as anonymous as you would like. Uh, it says, hey, Scott, I recently started listening to Diary of a Cartoonist, and I love the frankness of it. I was wondering if you would address uh, on there the issue of keeping it honest on a podcast. Basically, you have a presence in the community, in the podcast community, and you cover so much material that a lot of that material involves reviewing games, software, comics, etc., that you do uh, that you do find it hard, or do you find it hard to keep it honest for the folks at home? That's worded weird, but I think I know what he meant. Um, for example, if something in WoW or any game or comic gets you down and you don't like, uh, you don't like it, you pretty much let the listeners on the show know that problem is you have such a weighted, weighted presence that vendors and creators are certainly everywhere are aware of who you are. Do you find it difficult to keep reviews honest to your listeners while potentially pissing off creators or the material and or vice versa, Dale? Oh man, that's a great question, Dale. Um, I'm not going to pretend that what I, the opinion I have on certain things are all that important. Um, but it, yeah, it does have an impact. You know, for example, so the, the World of Warcraft podcast is a really great example of this. The instance has been around since 
uh, January of 06. We're about to have an anniversary there. And um, since that day, I wanted, I made it a point and I felt was important moving forward, um, regardless of who hosted it with me or or what the the community did in terms of, of, you know, evolving over time or any of that stuff that I would try to keep it as honest as possible. So if I ran into something in the game that I didn't like, I wanted to be able to say that. And if I loved something, I wanted to be able to say that in equal measure. And it's interesting because, um, you know, we get, I get accused all the time on that show specifically of being in Blizzard's back pocket. In other words, being nothing but positive all the time. And I think they are mistaking that for what it actually is, which is we are fanboys. <laughs> we love Blizzard games and we love Warcraft and we love Diablo and we love, you know, Starcraft. We love what Blizzard does. So, yeah, we're going to come off as liking a whole lot of what they have to do and what they have to say. Um, that being said, whenever something big and weird shows up where we don't agree or we don't like the way something was implemented... I, I was very vocal, for example, about Diablo 3's focus on that that auction house, which I think was a mistake. I still do. Um, they've improved things in that game to make the, the auction house less of a thing you have to do. Um, it's I think it still has some issues, but we never made any veiled attempts to say, well, you know, we never once tried to, sh- to, to cover that fact up. We made a big deal out of it. Um. But we were just as quick to talk about the things about that game we liked. And anytime something comes up in WoW that we disagree with, whether it's something Blizzard's doing directly with the community or, or something in the game, never really had a problem bringing that up and still don't. And lately, getting crap, I'm getting crap from a different <laughs> group of people who say that lately I've been really down on the game and that they don't like listening to me be down on the game. Well, we haven't been down on the game. We've been critical of issues that deserve criticism, at least in our minds. And we're not even saying that this should be the opinion of everyone. This is just us or in some cases, just me. And it's not an issue. I think I've never been told this directly, but you know, we there, we've built friendships with people inside blizzard, people I never would have met otherwise due to the popularity of the show. And that's been great, but I've never had any one of them, say that, oh, you guys are too hard on stuff or, oh, you guys are too glowing for us. I think they prefer, if I were them anyway, I would prefer that we were unattached. We didn't have any specific allegiance. But we're also not, I'm not going to do, listen, if you if somebody out there wants to make a podcast just to bitch about a thing, whatever that thing may be, more power to you, but that ain't my, that uh, interests me in the least. No desire to do that. What I would rather do, is do stuff I'm passionate for. I happen to be passionate for Blizzard games. So that's easy. That's an easy pick. And that means you're going to get a lot of positivity because I really like their games. That isn't to say if we don't like something about something, we're not going to say so. So to me, it's not hard. If never once did I go, ooh, I should really be careful about what I say here because that isn't honest. It's not honest to the listeners. It's also not honest with even Blizzard. They're not going to, they'd see through that as much as you guys would. So to me, if you're asking the question, is it difficult to maintain that? I would actually say it would be more difficult not to maintain it or to try to pretend or act in ways that aren't true to, to true to who we are. And 
we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have opinions that aren't popular and we're going to have opinions that maybe are too safe for some people's ears or whatever. I can't control that. I can only control what, what I want to do. So, so there've been cases on app slappy, for example, 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 where people would send an app code and say, Hey, review our app. That'd be great. We'd love to hear it. And I'd say, oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, review codes are very common in the gaming industry in general and not, not unusual for iOS stuff. So we get those occasionally and I'll, play it or use it or whatever and then i'll go Ugh, this isn't good this is not good what i'm doing here this is not a great thing and no matter who paid for it or didn't pay for it i do not feel good about getting on the show and re- giving it a rave review when i know damn well it's not good so i'll say so um i'll say yeah i don't like it there's another case of a show where people think we should be harder on apple i don't know why they think that we love apple <laughs> we're we're fanboys and and if you're not one, that's cool too. I got no problem with you. But that's the point of that show is we're we're enthusiasts for those products and for the apps on these iOS devices, and that's why we dedicate a show to it. So when somebody sends me a piece of garbage, and just because they sent me a code for what would otherwise be a, a cost me a dollar, does not taint how I review it. If I think it's slow or has a few problems, I'll say so. If I think it's great, I'll say so. I don't I don't know why it's an issue. Like this isn't a problem for me. Now, it has come up before where, okay, so if you do have a certain amount of sway within the community or, you know, people hear what you say and they take it seriously or, or more so than they would otherwise. TMS is a good example of this coming up all the time. We're all making an, an opinion about gun control or something in politics or something to do with one of these bigger sort of hot button issues. And I either get a ton of hate or a bunch of love for it. But occasionally what I get is people saying you need to be careful because what you say influences people and they are liable to act in ways they wouldn't normally because you've sort of pushed their decision making over the edge. My answer to that is um, kind of tough crap. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't want to say like if I was getting on the show and going, I think it'd be cool if a kid went and got a gun and shot up a school like this recent hideous thing last week. That would be probably irresponsible of me because I would know that what I'm doing is irresponsible. I guess what I'm saying is having an opinion on fiscal politics or on gun control or on abortion or something like that and not sharing that because I'm afraid who might hear me. I don't think that's the way we want to live. I don't think because I can't control their propensity one direction or the other. I can only control mine. So, So me making a bold statement about something... I can't spend my time worried about what everyone's going to think of that. Oh, my phone's ringing. Let's see who this is. Dentist, I think. I'm not answering that. Um, I think. Isn't that who that is? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. It's, it's an, to me, it's an easy answer. Say what you feel. And if you have influence, well, then, I, you know, I, what, what can I do about that? I one of the things I pride myself in the Frog Pants community is you guys tend to have a bunch of opinions of your own, and I'm not swaying you. If anything, we're just opening a conversation where we can have a discussion, especially those who maybe disagree with me. And I'm into that. That's cool. Got no problem with that. And I've had plenty of people who've approached me after I've said something kind of brash on the show, and we've had conversations about it. And in the end, did we get a package? Just mail? Okay. But in the end... um, Sorry, I'm getting a bunch of stuff here. The Salt Lake Education Foundation. I bet they want money. Should we see? 
Let's open my mail live on the air. Well, live to hard drive. Live for me. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, Salt Lake Education Foundation. On behalf of this, the whatever, we'd like to thank you for your donation. Oh, I did give some money. I forgot about this. Uh, designated for the Washington Elementary Family Support. Your commitment to the students of Salt Lake City School District sincerely appreciated. Each year, the foundation continues to provide support. But, 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 the motto of the Salt Lake thing is cultivating resources for Salt Lake City's public schools. With the help of the donations from support groups like you, we continue to support public education. Thanks for your generous support of our efforts and enhanced public education. Signed, Michael. I won't give his last name, but the dude. Executive director. Well, that's nice. This makes you feel good when you've done some good in the world. At least try to anyway. All right. Um, what is this? Brown bags. They look like magazines. Oh, I wonder what that is. I'm just kidding. It's a mag. South Africa's number one gaming magazine. Let's take a look here. Nag. I'm sorry, not mag. Uh, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. And it's because my comic is in this. That's why they send me they send me promotional copies because my comic appears in the back page. All right. Anyway, back to this. What was my point? I've lost my point. Oh, no. My, my suggestion to people who start out in this stuff and who are constantly sort of worried about what they're saying is they need to stop doing that. Because, oh, and I, I, what I meant to say is sometimes I've made mistakes or I've had an opinion that I was really strong-footed about. And then somebody emailed me and said, well, Scott, Actually, I think you might be wrong about that, and here's why. And then laid out a reasoned argument, and I changed my mind. Like, people have had that kind of effect on me. That's what that should be all about, not getting offended and digging your hole deeper. It should be about the convert. Let's have the conversation. Let's have a meeting of the minds. Let's figure out where compromises might exist. Let's figure out where I might be wrong or where you might be wrong. And if we can't ultimately come to a conclusion as to who might be right and who might be wrong, that's okay too because sometimes it's just a matter of putting it on the back burner and letting it stew for a while. And hey, let's have this conversation again when it makes sense. See, to me, all of that, that's the way you approach these things. And that includes saying stuff that may come off as brash at the time, but then, you know, in retrospect, you can you can dissect these things later when you're off the air or when, even when you're on the air again. So, Dale, I appreciate it. It's a good question. And the answer is, I do not find it difficult. Sometimes I'll say a thing and go, oh, that's going to, that's, I'm going to reap the whirlwind on that one. And then I kind of wait for the, the storm to hit. But I, but, but I'm not afraid to say it. Because why, you guys wouldn't, you'd see through it anyway. You wouldn't, like, if all this I was talking about here today was just complete bullpuck, why would you listen to the shows anymore? Why would you care about anything I said? Because you'd see through it. You're not dumb. My experience is most people are not dumb. There's a few people, but most people (laughs) are not idiots. And so you can see through people's bullcrap as well as anyone else should be able to. And there are people who don't. I mean, there are people who buy into all sorts of weird stuff. I was watching that documentary again the other day. which For some reason, I've seen that multiple times, but I always forget I've seen it. But it's the the Jim Jones Kool-Aid drinking... Ghana or Guyana or whatever it is thing, that whole thing. Uh, I always find it really fascinating and then I always forget I've seen it, but um, it's always interesting to me how one dude can get up and basically just blind everybody 
and everyone, you know, you might say, well, what did Hitler do? And what did, you know, countless others do? Well, that's what I'm saying. That kind of mentality, like, what is that? What is, what's, what is, what is it about these people that inspires thousands to follow you? And then those same thousands who just give up their lives in a way that is just redonkulous. You know, I don't get it. It's crazy. Anyway, that's probably it for, uh, for an episode today. Thanks guys for hanging out. I'm hoping to have a couple more out before the holidays finish because, uh, I do a lot of recording and, you know, talk to people while we're doing family stuff. And I like to include those here, like I did on today's episode. Those those uh, audio bits you heard are about a week and a half old, but um, recovering from that stupid back injury. So dumb. I won't get into it here. But if you're a TMS listener, you've heard all about it. And I've had it. I cannot wait for this to be done. Um, but it, it kind of put me off getting anything up for a while. But anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Send your uh, emails like, oh, hello, Daisy. Shaking, shaking off your whatever over there. Daisy, come here. Come here. Why don't you try this? Come here. Come here. I got a treat. Come here. You want some? Go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. There you go. You can have it. Oh, she's so untrusting. She's such a dingleberry. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's like Dale here if you want your email read and we can discuss issues that come to your head. I am always happy to do those. Thinking about making this all more formal, putting it on the Frog Pants page, getting it off the MyExtraLife.com page because it's not really a purpose for it there. I guess, I don't know. But giving it its own email and domain and stuff. Or is that dumb? Is that overkill? Probably is. You guys can get the show. You know what to look for. So don't worry about it. But you can email me at MyExtraLife at gmail.com and I'd be happy to um, field questions here on the diary. All right, I'm out of here. Thanks a lot, guys. Hope you're having a fantastic holiday season i hope you're listening to all the christmas music you can stand because i know i am because that's fun hey i'll even leave you with some see ya